everyone. Happy Friday, or is it? Yeah. We're not sure yet. We'll work through it we'll together. We'll work through it. We're, we're going to talk about it. Um, first of all, we should have known that Craig... We knew that Craig being on vacation news would happen. We should have known it was Shane Doan news because Craig was also on vacation when Doan was not re-signed with the Coyotes in 2017. But you know, it was his anniversary because I kept, I know he's got his phone on. I kept waiting for the, because it was kind of a big deal yesterday, the Shane Doan yeah. news, and we'll get to that. But I was surprised Craig didn't um, get involved sooner, but then we, we find out it's his anniversary. Happy anniversary. And he, and he, and he disconnected. Craig and Tara. During his anniversary. Tara. Thank you all so much for Very tuning in woman. to the PHNX Coyotes podcast don't forget to hit that like button subscribe wherever you get your podcast and leave us a five-star review i'm leah here with pd and sean let's crack open a cold oh, yeah. one it's, it's friday listen friday, friday. as i always oh, feel like such an afterthought oh my god Funny. there it's was crazy. only all there was there was one mark no, 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 no. i was like with that i was like i'm here with pd and sean there was a pause there it was hesitation that oh, you forgot about we didn't get him a beer either though or that. Sean's going to leave us for CHGO. Yeah, yeah watch out. <laughs> they got Bedard now, so. Different if, there's a, if there's a position open. No, oh, yo, yo. All right. Well, the big news of the day, obviously, Shane Doan is leaving the Arizona Coyotes and joining the Toronto Maple Leafs front office as special advisor to general manager Brad Treliving. What does this mean? It means he'll assist on day to day matters of hockey operations as assigned. By the general manager, PD. First initial thoughts. Well, it, there's a lot of things to unwrap here, and we're yes. going to get to a lot of different things. The first thought, when we saw the first tweet of this last week, and it was a, it was a rumor yeah. at the time. I'm like, gosh, really? Like, really? I, I we talked. We had heard that Shane Dolan was going to take a step back um, and spend more time with his family and and all of those things we heard. This is an opportunity for Shane Doan that's unbelievable. I'm happy for him. I'm sad for us as an Arizona hockey fan base and people that root for the Coyotes and everything that he has done here. This is good for him. Yeah. So let's let's embrace this as this is really good news and this is a great opportunity and let's celebrate Shane Doan. Yeah, this is, I mean, for setting our own feelings aside on a career level for him i mean you look at what he's been up to the fat past few years um gm for team canada most recently at the world championships he's been gm and assistant gm at the spangler cup like this appears to be the path that he wants to take usually when a player retires they go media they go coach they go management or you know not hockey at all and shane doan seemed to be walking the management path you can see that based on what he's been doing so for him to get this role with and i know we have like a thing against the toronto maple leafs here it's a little mostly in jest but the toronto maple leafs are the biggest franchise in the national hockey league let's, let's just call a spade a spade they are the most significant sure. team so to not only get the opportunity but to do it with a team like toronto how can he turn that down and what a step for his career hey, the reality is shane don't to your point he's been building that hockey operations general manager resume for some time and he had the opportunity to do that with team canada and that all started with his job at the national hockey league and his ability to advise gary bettman and his that's where he got the taste of gosh i might want to do this for a living he wasn't quite ready to retire and he still wanted to be involved and i think the nhl got him that taste of hey i want to wear a suit and tie and go to work every day yeah. one of the things he had the luxury of doing here in arizona was he got the opportunity to go on the ice. And we'd go to the ice den, <laughs> and we watch the team practice, and Shane Dolan's on the ice with the team. Every single time. Every day. Yep. And I think what that did, too, is it gave him an opportunity to see what that side of it was like. Yep. What what was it like to coach? Do I want to coach? Do I want to get down that path? I think he enjoyed that. I think he liked the day-to-day -day connection with the players. I think he liked to impart his knowledge and his experience on younger players. But I don't think he had that fire. And if you're going to be a coach, you've got to have yeah. that. It's got to be your mindset from the second you walk in. And that's got to be where your desire is. And I don't think that was what he wanted to do. But because of the Arizona Coyotes, he was able to at least go down that path and say, hey, is this something I want to do? So he got to try on a lot of hats here in Arizona. He got that opportunity. And with Team Canada, he got to see, gosh, I really like this. I want to get into hockey operations. And so we're going to spend more time on why and how and why it's not here. Because I know that was what I've heard a lot 
in the last 24 hours. Well, the organization screwed up and he should be here and it should be the Coyotes and I can't believe they're leaving and they're, they're going to close the doors to the franchise. And I think we need to talk through that. Yeah. Um, and we will. <laughs> and we will talk through that. But first, I think we should read his statement um, and then we can read Alex Morello's statement and then get more in to the Coyote stuff. So can we read Shane Doan's statement first? Um, and this is it. Um, he said, I would like to thank Alex Morello, Javier Gutierrez, and Bill Armstrong for, for providing me with the opportunity to work in the Coyotes front office for the past three, three seasons. It was an incredible learning experience that prepared me for the next step in my career. It's extremely difficult for me to leave the Coyotes, but the opportunity to work for a storied franchise like the Toronto Maple Leafs was something that I couldn't pass up. The Coyotes will always be very special to me, and I wish Alex and the organization all the best in the future. The Valley will always be my home. And, and the, the big takeaway for this, for me, is the last sentence. The last sentence is, the Valley will always be my home. So Shane is taking a job. His family lives here. His home is here. His son is in the organization that is here. His his roots now are here. He's got horses here. He's got <laughs> things here. The Valley is his home. He's not, he'll have to get a place in Toronto, sadly. And you know how hard that will be. Yeah, He's gonna have, he will spend a lot of time in Toronto. That's where his job is, but this is where his life and his family is. It doesn't change that. You don't think this changes his legacy in his mind to the Arizona Coyotes? But no. no. Like, He's still a coyote and he will still be a coyote even when he works for another team. There are so many people in different jobs that aren't Shane Doan that either played here, worked here, or moved on from here that still hold a torch to the Arizona Coyotes. Brad Living. I'm one of them. Yeah. I went with the travel guy, the Vegas Golden Knights, Bronco. He said he still thinks of this as home. I mean, so it's Shane Doan is still a coyote. He will always be a coyote. He's still the face of this franchise no matter what happens. But... And I know we're going to talk about Morello next. Remember, and I've seen so many negative things about the owner and, and Morello, specifically regarding the Shane Doan incident. Keep in mind, under the last regime, when it was Barraway and Chica, Shane Doan was pushed out. Like, not, not off the ice, pushed out. Yeah. And completely gone from this organization. And it was Alex Morello and this ownership group and this management group that brought Shane Doan back. Yeah. Like if Shane Doan wanted to stay in the Valley, he could have continued in the role he was in. And, and by no means am I saying he should have. It wasn't in the hockey operations, hands getting dirty in the hockey decisions that he wanted. Yeah. So he needed to move on. It's, it's not, there wasn't an assistant GM job open here. There wasn't. I, I, I don't understand why everybody's so hateful to it. If there was, and they pick Joe Blow or over Jim him. Smith yeah. over Shane Doan, then you can sound the yeah. alarm. Bill Armstrong built his staff with people he knew, he trusted, and he had worked with previously or knew previously that he felt comfortable with and used his sounding boards and advisors. And he had built that before Shane Doan had become a part of this franchise again. We all wish all wish that there was an opportunity for Bill Armstrong and Shane Doan to work and coexist in the hockey management office at the Arizona And Cubs. I know you hate the president of hockey operations role, but this would have been a situation sure. where like Shane Doan in that role and Bill Armstrong as GM and would have been great. See. And that's what you see yeah. in these in yeah. these franchises. But that's not the way this hierarchy or this management department was built. And so there was no job for Shane Doan. It didn't fit. Now, if you want to lay some blame on what management and ownership have built, so be it. You can say, well, you should have found a way. But to, to tell somebody you have to work with this guy just because they were a great player and a great person in the franchise and great for the city, I don't know if that's fair to the management and ownership group here. I think it would have been great to have Shane Doan be a part of this. I think Shane Doan is a knowledgeable hockey person. I think he has shown through Hockey Canada what he's able to do and create winners. And I think he is well-respected in the world of hockey. And I think there could have been a home for him here. I'm not management and ownership of the Coyotes. My thought doesn't matter. My opinion doesn't matter. If Bill Armstrong and Morello and Javier Gutierrez feel like this isn't a good fit for this organization, they're looking out for the organization first. I can't fault them of that. 
Shane Doan wants to get in hockey operations and he wants to work in closely with the general manager and learn and take steps to become a general manager, then he, I understand him leaving. This is not, it's not a big divorce. It's, it's an opportunity for Shane Doan to grow in the center of the hockey universe under one of the most respected men in hockey right now, Brad Treliving. A man he has a prior relationship with because he was here he in was Arizona. He was general manager here. Yeah. And, 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 and let's go a step farther. If you think that the Toronto Maple Leafs were the only team that was reaching out to get to Shane Doan to be a part of their hockey operations department, you'd be wrong. Yeah. There were multiple teams that wanted Shane Doan to be a part of their management and hockey operations department. Unfortunately, the Arizona Coyotes wasn't one of them. Yeah. So Shane Doan looks around and goes, okay, I have opportunities. I want to do this. I want to be in management. I want to progress my career and become a general manager someday. This is the path. And guess what? Toronto is on the verge of being a team that can win a Stanley Cup. I can work for Brad Living. It is the premier franchise that spends every dollar they can to try to win. I'm going to go. And guess what? If he goes there and they win a Stanley Cup, or he goes there and becomes an integral part of building a winner over the next two, three, four years, there is nothing that says the chain don't can't come back to Arizona yeah. or that there are changes in this management staff, whether Bill Armstrong becomes the director of hockey operations or president of hockey operations, or there's some movement underneath and, and John Ferguson Jr. moves on yeah. to a different role or D uh, David Lovewood moves to a different role. There might not be an opportunity for Shane Doan somewhere in the future. Now he can go, okay, look what I've done on my resume. Yeah. I've got gold medals. I've got a Stanley cup or I've got perennial playoffs. And now he's been able to grow in this organization. So I think the future is so bright and I don't discount the chance that at some time Shane Doan puts a Kachina back on and represents this franchise. Let us also make one thing very clear. Shane Doan is not leaving the Coyotes because of the arena situation. This is not the beginning of a mass exodus for this franchise. This was simply a job opportunity that he couldn't pass up. You can say whatever you want about there being a lack of a job opportunity here, but the the narrative that he's leaving because of the state the franchise is in is absolutely false. This is this is of, of all the things, and I'm going to say this probably more than once in the next half hour. If you hear one thing from this whole show, this has absolutely nothing, nothing to do with the vote in Tempe. The state of the franchise or the, the, the their lack of a, oh, a destination in the future right now. Absolutely nothing. This has to do with Shane Doan taking an opportunity to become something better in, in, in the world of hockey management. The timing of the vote is so unfortunate for this franchise right now because outside of our little bubble and in the hockey world, this is, oh my gosh, Shane Doan knows something we don't. And the franchise is leaving and he's getting out while he can. No, 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 flat. No, that is absolutely untrue. This has nothing. In fact, Shane Doan wishes the Tempe vote had gone through and then he would not have the burden on his shoulders of this discussion. And that is he wished they had a home to go to that people weren't have these conversations that they're having now he wants this organization to succeed he has put his entire life his family everything into this organization he does not want to see it fail he does not want to see it move and that is not what's happening here at all so put away that this is the end of the franchise this has nothing to do with the franchise and their future nothing to do with tempe nothing to do with the arena did i make that clear enough yes we might okay. have to say it again, but... We will say it again. We'll just clip that whole thing and put it out on Twitter. Um, let's read Alex Morello's statement next. Um, he... First, well, we'll get to it in a second. This is Alex Morello's statement. He said, we would like to congratulate Shane on his new role with Toronto. He approached us with the desire to explore a new challenge in his career, and we absolutely feel he deserves his opportunity. I would like to thank him for being an advisor to me for the past three years and for everything he has done for our hockey operations, coaching staff, business operations, and foundation. We can't thank Shane enough for all his efforts to give back to the Valley community and to grow the game of hockey in Arizona. No one has done more for the Coyotes or the game of hockey in Arizona than Shane. He has been an incredible ambassador for our franchise and has represented the Coyotes with class, dignity, and professionalism. We wish him the best of luck in his new role, and he will always be a part of the Coyotes family. 
So I saw a comment in our Discord this morning, and I do want to bring this up because um, it, it's valid that we haven't heard from Alex Morello specifically right. since May 16th in the vote. And this is now the first time we're hearing from Alex Morello. And I understand why that's extremely frustrating to Coyotes fans. Um, our own diehards wrote an open letter to Morello that we published on yeah. gophnx.com asking to hear from Alex Morello. There's definitely still frustration about the lack of transparency in the plans for an arena. And I totally understand that. So I, I completely validate the fans frustrations that this is the first we're hearing from Alex Morello since May 16th and that it's about the Shane Doan situation. But I also think it speaks to who Shane Doan is and how important he is to this franchise that we did hear from Alex Morello rather than let's say Javier Gutierrez on this. Yeah, I agree. Here's my problem. And it goes back to the timing thing again. We said, <clears throat> as a group here at PHNX, when the vote did not pass in Tempe, the first thing we said, and we said it that night, live on the air at the vote, we need to hear from the franchise. And it took some time before we finally heard from Javier. And then the following days, we said, we need to hear from the owner. We need to hear from Mr. Morello, what the plans are, what the imminent plans are, just to put this fan base, and more importantly, to put the hockey world at ease, that we're not <laughs> moving to Houston, Salt Lake City, uh, Quebec. He needed to make a statement. I still believe that. I still believe there needed to be a voice from Alex Morello Sr. that came out and said, here's our plan. Or we are working on things, and he can leave it open end. We're working on things, and we will announce in the very near future this. Or we are committed to Arizona. Literally anything. I think that time was shortly after the vote now because of the Shane Doan situation now this is his statement and I think it's it's unfortunate but you're right he had to come and now so now here's his opportunity and this is the opportunity for Alex Morello Sr. and Javier Gutierrez right now this is your opportunity the window is open right now this is the time to come out with an announcement on we're looking at site A site B or we will announce site A in the next 30 days or we have a plan we'll let you know when we've signed some documents or something something let's give the fans something because i don't i think the narrative of the last nail in the coffin and the franchise is moving and everything is doom and gloom is partly because there is no plan if there is a plan you don't have to tell us the plan tell us there is a plan yes that's all yeah i think now is the time and i and i think that window is open right now and i think that needs to happen imminently for the fans for us and again for the hockey community to say oh okay things are okay so that we can stop the narrative of this team is leaving yep exactly um so much more to unravel this is a very layered discussion do you get worried when saul's in here do you get a little nervous? <laughs> See, we're just talking about, um, so our general manager, we're talking about general managers. Our general manager is here in our office. And in this our, is this, this kind of puts the Shane Doan thing into perspective. Because as you may not know, or you might know, I want to be a GM at a digital <laughs> medium company. And unfortunately, we already have one. So if I leave, are we all mad at Saul? No, because Saul's got the job. It's his job. If I want to do his job, I got to go somewhere else. Sorry. What's up? I, I only come on be, when when you I feel like it needs to be said that uh, I got you some more four peaks. That's all. Oh, Let's buddy. go. Oh, Cheers. Today. That was, Cheers. That was the only reason. We why literally I opened the fridge this morning because we were like, this is a four peaks day. How many, how many bosses come into your office and said, just want to let you know we got more beer? Like literally. <laughs> that, is, that is the best news of the day. The fridge will be restocked on Monday. There Let's go. go. Let's That's go. That's the kind PHNX. of good news we needed That's today. That's the community of PHNX on a Friday. Thanks, Saul. Thanks, he Saul. does still intimidate the shit out of me. <laughs> well, cheers. We're drinking. I'm drinking the cheers. Sun's Brew. You're drinking the Kilt Lifter. Um, there were literally four Kilt Lifters left in the fridge. <sighs> yeah. Can you believe going we to your go job and complaining that there's not enough beer in the fridge? Yeah, That's we, awful. We go through beer we're very so quick. Bad. Um, check bad. out Four Peaks. I mean, we it's clear how much we love Four Peaks beer. Um, and if you haven't tried or you love it, you can buy Four Peaks wherever you buy your beer. You can also check out the A Street Pub, which they have great food as well and tons of different beers on tap. You can check out at Four Peaks Brew or at Four Peaks Pub to keep up with the latest at Arizona's hometown brewery. You must be 21 or older to drink Four Peaks and please drink responsibly. Um, 
you know, there's there's been a lot of drama with the Coyotes over the last four weeks. I want to read this comment from Nicholas from like the very start. This was really funny. He said, is there something stronger than therapy? Because whatever that is, we need it after what we've gone through the last four weeks. No, but at least we can drink while we talk about it. Um, yes. A team that only has good drama, I guess, going for them right now is the D-backs. Oh. And they've been very entertaining to watch. Um, is and it I, a coincidence that their success coincides with our producer, Sean joining DP their DePaz show joining their show I don't know maybe Sean needs Sean you need to bring the good vibes to the coyotes all I'm saying is that I the the first day I was on the show Corbin Carroll hit a walk-off win <laughs> and it was the first walk-off not of his MLB career but his entire baseball career get out of here is one of the best players in all of baseball coincidence so we need those vibes on coyotes we but do. if you're wondering where the heck can I watch the D-backs because I know some people struggle they can't find Bally on their streaming platform Fubo TV um, they carry ballet sports. Do they? Yeah. So if you're like, where the heck should I watch them? Check out Fubo. They have 140 plus live channels of sports shows, movies and news, a thousand hours of cloud DVR at no extra charge. You can watch live on any one of your devices. Watch the D-backs on Bally with Fubo TV. Use the link in the description to sign up for 15% off your first month of Fubo Pro. And they also sponsor our Cardinal show with the theme F.U. Bow. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Bo. Oh yeah, you know. All right, I want to talk more about maybe the the not so good about this. I think we've been like pretty yeah. positive defending yes. the situation, which it generally is our stance. Yes. But there are a couple things because we keep saying there what there's not a job for him here, so he's going getting a job elsewhere. But it begs the question: Should there be a job for Shane Doan here? See, here's here's the difficult part. And I think this this happens, and people at their jobs sitting right now listening to this, this happens to people that stay in a job for a long time. You get pigeonholed as this is what you are. This is who you are. Example, I was the video guy for 20 years in Arizona. I was the video guy. And if you thought about being a coach or you thought about doing something else on it, they thought, well, you're just a video guy. You know what I mean? I, I think you, this is not uncommon in the world of business that you become what you are yeah. at your job. And, and it takes someone from the outside to, you need to leave to grow. I think what happened here with Shane is his role became the figurehead. He became the guy that would go to the cocktail party and shake hands with the politicians. Um, I think he was the guy that if you needed somebody to cut the ribbon at the Fry's grocery store and in Tempe or Awatuki, it's Shane Doan. Um, if you need somebody to go on TV to talk about the Coyotes, it was Shane Doan. I think people recognize him as the face of the franchise, even though he had stopped playing years ago. He was still the guy. And unfortunately, I think it became more of his perception was that's what he is. He is the good guy. He's the ambassador, as it were, as opposed to, gosh, maybe he can make hockey decisions and trades, and maybe he can help build a hockey team. I think his perception was more, he's the hospitality host, and he needed to shake that, and to shake that, he needed to leave. So I wish there was a chance here. I, and, I, and I thought with his success with Hockey Canada, and you, you look at the, the most renowned international federation in the world of hockey is Hockey Canada with their success at the Olympics and world championships and on and on and on. And his being responsible for building some of those teams, I thought that would help sway the perception of what he can be in a hockey operations department. Unfortunately, it didn't. Yeah. And I still wish this today was about him becoming president of hockey operations of the Arizona Coyotes. I wish it was assistant general manager yeah. of the Arizona Coyotes, but it isn't. Yeah. And so, yes, I wish it was wish it were so i want to leave with i do understand from bill armstrong's perspective why that's not happening yeah i really do and and i it's this is a war out there and if you've got to go into war with people you know and you trust and you can really go into that foxhole and look at the guy next to you and go okay here's what we're doing together and if you don't have that it starts problems right at the top so i understand why this marriage may not work with Bill and, and Shane and that communication. So I get it from both sides. From the outside, I wish that in the final movie script in Hollywood that this is how it would have ended up, yeah. that Shane Doan was working for and, the organization. And from Shane Doan's perspective, you have to imagine you're trying to create that 
that reputation for yourself, that reputation that he's been working so hard with his Team Canada roles to establish himself as somebody who can do those things and to then just be, you know, again, it comes back to the Coyotes not having a role, so fair, but to to just be you know, continuously just his role was face of the franchise, essentially. Sure. His title was chief Devel- hockey development officer. Right. His role is face of the franchise. He is speaking at Tempe wins events yep. up until now. He, years ago, he was the one with the shovel in the ground at Los Arcos, like, or whatever, yep. at Los Arcos or Tempe. I don't even remember anymore. He, again and again and again and again, for 21 years as a player, for all the years of his post-playing career, he has been at the forefront. He has led the charge. He has done everything. And to not then be, I guess, rewarded with what he actually wants, I can understand how that's frustrating. And on the flip side, like you said, I can understand how the organization would say, well, we just don't have that position that you want right now. We're not just going to make it just because you're Shane Doan. That's something that fans can have an opinion about because maybe they should because he is Shane Mm -hmm. Doan. But... He's like, then the losses, he's leaving the organization to go somewhere else. Like, I'm glad that he is making this move for himself to further his career because he's done so much for the Coyotes. He doesn't have to keep doing it if he doesn't want to. And if he is ready to further his career, then he should do that, in my opinion. I'm not going to be a hypocrite on this show. I sat on last week's show when Brad Trilliving got hired by the Toronto Maple Leafs and I talked about the president of hockey operations of the Toronto Maple Leafs, Brendan Shanahan. By the way, do you know who Brendan Shanahan did not play for? The Toronto Maple Leafs? The Toronto Maple Leafs. So let's start off with that. He wasn't a legendary Toronto Maple Leaf player. He's a Red Wing and a Devil. I mean, that's Brendan Shanahan. But he's the president of hockey operations. But last week on the show, I said a general manager doesn't need that guy. They don't need two guys in that same role. Where's the buck stop? Who talks to the ownership? What does that role really mean? It's a figurehead and blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to sit here today and said, well, they should have made Shane Doan the president because I just got done last week saying they don't need a president. Team should have a general manager. The Arizona Coyotes have one. It's not Shane Doan. We've put our trust in Bill Armstrong. We've said it over and over again. We've talked about his drafts, his trades. Let's see where this plays out. I'm not saying there isn't a time when Shane Doan is not the general manager of the Arizona Coyotes. I absolutely could see that's a possibility in that happening, but he needed to do this first to make that happen. It's it's Stevie Eiserman. Stevie Eiserman had to go to example. Tampa. It's a perfect example. It's a perfect example. There was no job for him in Detroit. So he was he was offered a job in Minnesota and went to Tampa. Started all the things, wonderful things they did in Tampa, built the experience, and I was back in Detroit. There's nothing saying he can't come back here and do that. It's just not now. That's it. Like, it's, it's, I, first of all, we're spending a lot of time talking about it because Shane Doan deserves that. What he's put into this franchise, this city, this organization, this team, he could have left this team dozens of times. As a player, every time the trade deadline come up, Shane Doan could have left. He didn't. Because he's loyal to the franchise, he's loyal to the city, he's loyal to the community and the hockey fans here, and he will continue to do that. I promise he will. He is not abandoning the state of Arizona. He is still a coyote at heart, period. That doesn't change with any of this. It is just unfortunate we're not announcing him with his new role of the coyotes. But I, we, we need to move on past this. And we're spending a lot of time talking about this today. But after this, good luck to Shane Doan, except for the two nights that the Toronto Maple Leafs play the Coyotes, and I hope they kick their ass again. Continue and that streak. If history, by the way, if if, <laughs> if DP has the banner anywhere near him, they it's always, have not it's lost. always ready. They have not lost to Toronto in a very long time. And I don't think, Shane, that this changes with <laughs> the new hire. So I, I know we're going around in circles a little bit, but I want coyote people and more importantly i want people outside of the coyote bubble to go this isn't about the franchise falling apart this is about shane Doan growing as a hockey operations manager this is an opportunity for him to become better i don't recall and i don't live in detroit i don't recall this kind of backlash when steve eisman went to tampa i don't remember this being oh my god the sky is falling i i just don't remember that i don't want to see shane leave I'd like to consider myself a friend of Shane Doan, even though you don't answer texts, but <laughs> we've, we've already determined all that. I want to get Shane Doan on this show to talk about it. And I think we will at some point. I don't want to see him leave, 
but I think this is fantastic. I can't wait to see how they do. Toronto needs to have something positive happen. We've thought about it for years. It'd be great for hockey. Maybe this is what happens to get Toronto over. And you know what it is? It's a GM that worked where? Arizona. An assistant to the general manager that played for and came from? Arizona. Their best player and leader and leading goal scorer is from? Arizona. Do you see a connection here? Yep. If you're they going have to, save, to over, they have to overcome yes. the, cur- the curse again. The Arizona curse. They left out curse? their exciting young prospect, also oh, from Arizona, Maddie Maddie who showed up in the Where's Stanley Maddie Cup playoffs. From? Arizona. So, if you want to save the most storied franchise in hockey history and the center of the hockey universe, where do you turn? Arizona. <laughs> like a duh, figure it out. So. Now that they've got all of the Arizona pieces in place, this is finally the time where Toronto gets over the hump. Two things. First of all, um, Nicholas, I was not trying to imply that Shane Doan said, I need a position or I'm out. I think it was just... No, not at all. He wanted a position and there wasn't one, so he left. It wasn't like a demand. It was, right, I don't, this all. is not a nasty breakup. And, and, and this remember, is amicable. Remember six months ago, Shane Doan said to us here, live in the studio, I'm going to take a step back. People came to him with this. Yeah. He was actually going to take a step back and the organization was not thrilled about it, but they were understanding. That you can't say stay. no to Toronto. But, but <laughs> when people they called him. He yeah. wasn't out with his resume going, hey. But when people started coming at him, then it goes, oh, okay, maybe, maybe this is something I want to yeah. pursue. And then the last thing we need to talk about is the reality of the fact and this is not Shane Doan's fault that the timing of this is very bad yes <laughs> um the coyotes are still searching for stability they don't have it yet we already talked about the need for it but and by no means should I do I think that Shane Doan shouldn't have pursued this opportunity right now and that we're not talking about this today but it does suck <laughs> because yeah. he is the face of the franchise. He is that guy. I get how people would draw the conclusions. Oh, it's it's all like he knows something we don't. He's leaving. No, that, that has nothing to do with it. But we can still sit here and acknowledge that the timing of this is very shitty for where the franchise is. Right. I think this is happening whether the Tempe vote, if the Tempe vote passed, we're still sitting here talking about this today. We are. It, do, it does just suck because because Shane Doan has been so at the forefront of fighting to keep this team here. Yes. He, I think I can say with confidence that he plays a huge role in the fact that the team is still here as much as Gary Bettman. Sure. So, I, yes, we are happy. We are pleased. This is positive for Doan, but we can also still acknowledge that this is bad timing and that the organization is still, I think, truthfully at fault for not speaking to the fans and laying out a plan right and that's the problem and robert robert lee just said it too he said it's not about shane doan it's about the fans being pummeled for 10 years that's a great point robert one thousand percent i said a thousand percent twice it's really only a hundred percent i did take math um so but robert you are you're right like and and that's the problem it's always well yeah it's the coyotes that's the way it goes it's the coyote this franchise needs and that's why again implore alex morello and javier gutierrez to come out with a statement on something yep tease us tickle us a little bit like what's the plan whoa you don't have to give us the plan but just what let us know a plan exists we need that validation now because of all of the things that this fan base has been through year after year after year after year it's always god here it is again it's the arizona coyotes way and we used to say it inside the locker room i don't know you have to go back to the movie moneyball yep and and when they were they they the the oakland Guys are going up the pop machine. He wanted to get a pop, and he got he had to put money in. He goes, "We got you know, buddy. You got to put money in." And they go, "Welcome to Oakland." You know how many times we said in the locker room, "Welcome to Arizona." Like it was a thing. Get past that. Get a new building. Do things right. Get players that are trying to win. Spend money to the cap. Try to win a Stanley Cup. Let's forget all this bullshit that we've been through for the last twenty years, and let's become a model franchise of what's happening in the Southern United States, and we're seeing across across the NHL in the Southern Hemisphere. Let's be one of those franchises. And I think this franchise can just find a home and then all of this starts to become part of the past. Last thing on this topic. And we're going <clears> to... <throat> so we took the tinfoil hats and we made them fashion. 
So, so it's tinfoil hat it's tinfoil time. Tinfoil hat time. And when we, we, we part, if you are going to be a Coyote fan, and look at DP Rock, <laughs> if you are going to be a Coyote fan, you need to understand that part of your life revolves around the tinfoil hat. It's just part of reality. <laughs> so the Coyotes crew at PHNX now has made tinfoil hat fashion. All right. This tinfoil hat doesn't fit my big ass head. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> it's still on there. That's all that matters. All right. Here's what's happening. This is an inside job. Shane Doan has infiltrated the Toronto Maple Leafs organization in an effort to convince Austin Matthews to sign with the Arizona Coyotes in the future when everything's settled out. We have a tweet from Austin Matthews that dates August 30th, 2017. And that's real, right? Yes. This is is a real tweet. My childhood idol growing up, amazing player and an even better person. Congratulations on an unbelievable career donor. This is Austin Matthews' idol. Hmm, let's appease Austin Matthews by bringing his childhood idol in. The Leafs think they're doing something great here by convincing him to stay, but what's really happening is that Doan is convincing him to leave. And in 10 years, when Doan is back in the organization yes. and Austin Matthews is wearing a kachina and Matthew Nyes comes with him because he wants to play for his hometown team too, We'll all look back at this. This laugh. is the reality of the situation. Shane Doing Shane Doan is going to Toronto undercover. He's wearing he's got the Toronto jacket with Kachina underwear. He's really going there with <laughs> he is bringing Austin Matthews home. And the way to do it is to put his childhood hero and idol in the same room, on the same plane, in the same bus, in the same hotels, and convince him. To come back to Arizona. Who's not to say Tree Living's not in on it too? Buddy, there's, there's going to be lots of damn. It wasn't this cold in Arizona. Just like no. a little subtle. <laughs> damn, the golf courses weren't weren't this, this bad. This is all <laughs> the master plan it's, by Gary Bettman. It's the long game. The national. It's the long. It's game. a marathon, not a sprint. Bigla um, <laughs> said, "Please brand these with Cody and put them in the locker. We honestly need them. We yeah, they, we love do. the tinfoil hat. Oh man. Anyway, that's what you get on PHNX. Uh, you get it all. And if you want to join our family, you can do so by becoming a diehard. Go phnx.com/diehard. Becoming a diehard, you get so many perks: twenty percent off merch, twenty percent off events. You get a Dobson Ranch card. You get fifty dollars voucher to Mountain Mike's. You get access to our Discord. Which, by the way," Boy, howdy. Boy, and I will say this about the <laughs> Every Discord. Every day we talk about the Discord, but I, it's crazy. I will say this about the Discord this morning. First of all, if you want to chat with me in the Discord, you have to get up really damn early <laughs> because I'm in there between 5 and 6 a.m. So let's start with that. But the, the, the Discord this morning? Buddy, Ogie, Ogie. I'm starting to think Ogie Oglethorpe in our Discord might be Bill Armstrong. <laughs> like, buddy, he's well, he saves this much on the cap and this guy gets changed. Like, what? Like, how do you know that? Like, our Discord is full of very intelligent minded hockey people that can go off the rails. But wow, if you want to like talk about a community, you want to talk hockey. There's very few places to talk hockey in Arizona. Our discord is one of them. Yep. Um, and speaking of discounts on merch and the phnxlocker.com, the father's day sale is happening now. Um, you from now until June 18th, Jackson. Buy one, get one half off all shirts and hats in the PHNX locker right now. Make sure you order by Monday so that they're delivered to dad in time. But get in on this. Um, What a deal. What a steal. Buy one, 50% off? Yeah. Get the dad hat. And I said this yesterday, dad hat on Father's Day. I have a dad hat. Yeah, me too. So does Craig. Craig wears it on the show all the time. I actually have one too. I just don't wear hats on our show, but I do wear them. Out and about. So make sure you check out the PHNX Father's Day sale now, June 8th to the 18th. Buy one, get one half off all merch in the locker. And if you're also looking for a gift idea, Illegal Pete's gift card on Father's Day. Take your dad to Illegal Pete's. Your dad will be happy. Drink some Margs. Eat some of delicious food. Get the chips and queso. Sports on a Sunday. Illegal Pete's. Probably baseball at the very least. Yeah. There's sports on every day except two days of the whole year. You know what the two days are? I mean, it's not Christmas because Christmas has basketball. I don't know. The day before and after the MLB All-Star game. Is that true? Yeah. Look at you with a wow. drop I of knowledge. I didn't even know that. Really? Dropped, yeah. Leah dropping a little knowledge. I never, I mean, I guess I, if I thought about it long enough, maybe, but I, that's crazy. I, never <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't have thought that. Oh, man. Anyway, stop by Illegal Pete's this weekend, or you can stop by on a Monday for Margarita Monday, um, exclusive to Arizona locations, $3 margs all day, every Monday. 
Nothing brighten up, brightens up that Monday mood more than soaking up the sun with a few margaritas. And don't forget about Taco Tuesday. $2 tacos all day, every Tuesday. Enjoy your favorite chicken, pork, and veggie tacos for just 2 bucks. Swing by and start your week off the right way at Illegal Pete's. Brian said, I really like all your due diligence and hard work that you put into your podcast. Brian, thank you so much for that comment. It really means a lot. Is there anything else you want to say about Shane Doan or should yeah, we move just on? Just really quick, else? really quick. Okay. One sentence. I'm going to talk. I wore my Josh Doan t-shirt today. The yeah. homegrown Josh Doan. It just as a reminder, Josh Doan is an Arizona kid. Trained here. Went to school here. Played in Tucson and hopes to play for the Coyotes some days. He is homegrown in Arizona. He's not leaving Arizona. Everybody take a deep breath. There's still a Doan representation here. And Shane will always come back to see his son, Josh, play. So does this affect him? No. Oh, and I also just have one more thing to say. On a personal level, I've been a fan of this team for a long time, since 2005. I've always looked up to Shane Doan. I think most Coyotes fans hold him at the highest regard. And getting into this line of work two years ago and getting to actually see Shane Doan around the rink and meet him multiple times, what an unbelievable guy. So good to me. Like, recognize me, addressing me by name at the draft in Montreal. Like, he he's so sought after, especially in Arizona. And just to take the time out of his day to have positive interactions with those around him. Yes. Like, what a stand-up guy. Yes. And I feel very blessed that I got to experience that for a couple years. And I'm sad mm. that to see that go because I will miss that. I almost teared up a little bit. And this is, no, I'm not kidding. When I got, I, I forgot about the human side of this. Um, Shane Doan was a really close friend for a long time for me. I lost my job here with the franchise and it was a really hard time for me. Um, and one of the first people to pick up the phone and call me was Shane Doan. And we spent a lot of time over the next six months talking. And he, and I've told him this to his face, um, he changed my life and, and, and he, he, I'm um, how to look at life and how to look at the world around you and his perspective on things. And I am not sitting here at PHNX right now without the encouragement that Shane Doan as a human being gave me, not as a hockey player, not as a ring of honor guy, but as a human being, that's why I know he'll always be successful because everybody talks about what he is as a person. It is absolutely true. That's important first. And you see that when he's with his family and with his friends, his family and friends matter. And without you, Shane, I'm not here. So thank you for everything you did for me personally. And I and I, I can't wait to have him back on our show. And I know he will be here in this in the summer before we get going again. Because um, I think we at PHNX need to give him a prof, proper thank you for yeah, everything you've done and wish him luck in the future. Thanks. Very well said. All right. It's going to be hard to shift gears, but we do have one final Yes, we have to talk about something else. Because we said yesterday that once a day we're going to do a prospect spotlight. Yes, we got to know these names. We have just under three weeks to go. Yesterday we talked about Ryan Leonard. If you missed it, it's the conversation is posted on the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. But today we are going to talk about someone I feel like we haven't talked about a lot. Enough, we talked yeah. about him early on, but not much lately. And that is Dalibor Dvorsky. So... What do we know about him? Well, Dalibor Dvorsky, here's the interesting. This is a guy whose stock's risen a lot over the last 18 months. And his performance at both the Holinka under 18, where he was considered by many to be the best player on the Solakian team. He was on the World Junior team when the World Juniors got canceled. He plays with men in the Swedish Elite League right now. Playing as a centerman, he is an all-around 200-foot centerman. And he, when you look at this draft, you look at players like Leo Carlson, and we talk about Connor Bedard all the time that are flashy and unbelievable offensive players. Dalibor Dvorsky is probably a more well-rounded 200-foot player that can also defend. His hockey IQ is extremely high. He can help on the offensive side of the puck, but the one knock on him right now is he may not have that elite skating, that powerful burst of skating stride. That might be something he needs to work on because he's playing as a centerman right now. And because of his skating, he may end up being a wing in the national hockey league, but he's a name people need to know because everybody I've talked to, and I'll be honest, I've just seen highlights of the kid. Um, so it's not fair for me to have an opinion. I have to go trust the opinion of others. His stock has risen because of what he has done over the last year and playing with men, and he will be an NHL player. And I've also heard from multiple sources this kid is going to go in the top 10. So with the Coyotes picking at six, 
Dalibor Dvorsky from Slovakia playing in Sweden is a name you need to know. Yep. And as always, we turn to the draft experts. Chris Peter said he's a versatile center who takes care of the de- of his details off the puck. His value is most tied to his ability to score. Corey Promen has him projected as a bubble top and middle of the lineup player. Um, his, set, his player comparable would be Ryan Strom. Um, and he's dangerous inside the offensive zone. Excellent puck skills in small areas. Um, so, yeah, like you said, he'll be a... a top-end NHL player and very, very well could go to the Coyotes at six. Yeah, I think it's, you know, when I had asked if this is a player that will be there at 12 for the Coyotes, um, everybody said no. <laughs> he yeah. won't be there. He's so well thought of and how quickly he moved up in in the rankings over the last year that he won't be there at, at 12. But we've seen this in drafts before. Things change. Like Shane Wright fell to four last year. Like, so if this is a player... I, I don't know. I don't personally believe the Coyotes are taking him at six. I don't have any infra, inside information. Just I just, <laughs> just my gut feeling yeah. is he's not. But if he does, he's a guy, we've said this before, they need to sprinkle this lineup with guys that fill different roles. I think he's going to be a left winger in the National Hockey League. I think he's got an incredible shot. from the. Think of Dylan Gunther with a little more size with that shot mm-hmm. and his ability to shoot from that, that right-hand circle off of the power play elite shot like he can beat goalies clean with his wrist shot i see him on the left side and he may be a second or third line left winger and that's okay if he plays 800 to 1000 games for your franchise and helps you win a cup you're gonna love dalibor dvorsky so i think the upside of him is huge he's gonna be a 200 foot guy he's gonna kill penalties um he'll be gone early in this draft but there's a chance a player like this could slip to 12. I don't see him going um, to the Coyotes at six. I'm still hopeful, and I'll that bring up the name. To 12? I, I, yeah, and I like Ryan Leonard a lot. Yeah. Like, I'm hopeful we that talked Ryan, about him Leonard, yesterday. Ryan Leonard's there. But if Dalbar Dvorsky becomes an Arizona Coyote, I think this is another player that's going to slot in and help fill out the roster. Absolutely. So we're going to carry on our prospect spotlights daily. Um, If there's a guy you want us to talk about specifically, and we're specifically doing guys that are ranked in the, you know, the five to 20 range. We're not talking about Bedard. We're not talking about Fantilli because that's just not realistic for the Coyotes. um, Let us know. Someone in our Discord wanted, actually wanted us to talk about Dvorsky, and we had already decided we were going to before we saw that. But we definitely want to hear from you. So let us know on Twitter and in the discord and the big thing with these prospects lee and i are not scouting experts we're not sitting here going gosh listen to our rankings because we don't have them we don't have rankings we don't watch the players what, what we want to do is by the time that we're hung over and i mean at the draft <laughs> in nashville that you've heard of these names so that when bill armstrong and their nicely attired coyote staff goes to the the podium in in nashville that you go oh i've heard of that guy I've heard of Ryan Leonard, but Dalibor Dvorsky that, okay, now we're starting, they're starting to become everyday names because we've talked about Connor Bedard, Leo Carlson, Fantilli. We've talked about those names. Everybody knows those names. So who are the guys from five to 20? We're going to keep giving you those names every day so that when Bill Armstrong gets to the podium and announces the name, you go, God, I've heard of that guy. Yep. And Dalibor Dvorsky and Ryan Leonard are the first two that are on our list. And if they get these guys and they're coyotes, it's a good day. Absolutely. Listen, I know it's been a stressful 24 hours for everyone. In fact, it's been a stressful four weeks yeah. for everyone. It's a Friday. When you get home from work, sit on your couch, put your feet up, and take an OGs. I yeah. think we all need it. It uh, is an if OGs you're tw- weekend. If you're 21 or older. 21 or older. Um, responsibly. Yeah. <laughs> it is an OGs weekend. It is an OGs weekend. It really feels like that. If you need help getting asleep, check out their Aquaberry Sleep Edition gummy. If you want a happy balance, check out their Strawberries and Cream CBD THC one-to-one ratio gummy. If you're just getting your feet wet with with OGs, then try the Microdose gummy. And not only that, they have amazing flavors, watermelon, red apple, peach, blackberries and cream, orange cream skull, peaches and cream. And we're just a few weeks away from pink lemonade dropping on June 21st. Summertime. Yeah. What's better than little pink lemonade gummy and ogs they're locally scratch made so we love local local. um check out ogs online at ogsbrands.com and on instagram at ogs brands you can also find their products at your local dispensary must be 21 or older to purchase if you're also looking for a way to maybe take your mind off of all the stuff going on and you're just looking for a day of fun head on over to octane raceway and mavericks don't do ogs first do not do ogs first but what a what a fun place! So much to do. It's a hidden gem, and it's fun for everyone, whether you're five years old or 
55 years old. Yeah. It is fun. We've all been there. I've been um, there. And it is, it is, it, it brings you back to being a kid again. And I've said it every time we talk about uh, Mavericks in the raceway is how fast those cars go. Yeah, they do. I, buddy. Yep. Yeah. And who got third? You. Yeah. Yeah. Pete's who didn't? Of- Craig was looking for his turn signal. Craig, Craig was off at that shit. <laughs> Craig he was didn't awful. drive. He's like this. No, Craig, I know. He's, like, He's yeah, the one standing on the sidelines. Yeah, with slow it. down, you oh, kids. Oh, my goodness. Um, and for kids 15 and under, free bowling all summer. Um, so check that out. You can book some fun this spring at Octane Raceway and Mavericks, kart racing, virtual reality, laser tag, axe throwing, bowling, arcade, great food and drinks, tons of different events throughout the summer. Check out OctaneRaceway.com and Mavericks.com to learn more. Anything else? Yeah, we, we, I know it's the weekend and we're trying to get out of here because Bets has to go. We always have to clear the studio, which is kind of good. I know we don't have time for a regular weekend binge, but I'm going to beat the BritBox drum. Oh, my God. Again. I've got a new we show. We need Max to get them as a sponsor of the show. Vera. The show is called Vera. Okay. She is a 60-something detective at in, 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 the, in the British police. And I'm telling you, it's an hour and a half thrill ride every episode. It's like a movie every episode. They're dark. They're gritty. Vera. All right. Huge fan of Vera. And I want somebody in the Discord to say they got BritBox. Like, do the seven-day free trial and do Karen Peary and Vera and say you don't like it. I got nothing for weekend binge. That's okay. We, yeah. Oh yeah, we're gonna we got some plans. We gotta we gotta talk about all those reality shows. But that's another um, thing. I don't know if you know this or have seen it, but the weekend has a new TV show. He on does HBO, the Idol. The idol. Um, and I, is it is that Johnny, Johnny Depp's, Depp's daughter? daughter? Yeah. yeah. So the Idol and Johnny Depp's daughter. You haven't I'm seen very, it. Very very interested because it, you give you see the trailer and you're like a guy like the weekend, the creative freedom that HBO gives you. But he's almost a little creepy in the trailer. He is. He's kind of a weird. He's kind dude. of a weird guy. He's, he's he gives a lot of. Uh, but it looks Michael Jackson vibes in some ways. Did you see the crowded room with Tom Holland? The trailer um, on Apple. No, but buddy, it's a true story. Tom, you know Tom Holland, yes. Spider Man, that guy. <laughs> I always want to do that. Like, okay, it's so cool when they do that. But did you go watch the crowded house trailer? It's a true story, and Tom Holland came out yesterday. Oh, he's taking a year off of year acting off because of that role. Yeah, messed him up. Yeah, he said he's he's messed up and he has to take, step away because he's so disturbed. Crazy. So watch the All trailer right. and you go. I'm sold. There you go. I'm we do need to drink more on our job. We do. We do. Um, well, we'll Congratulations, con- donor. We'll continue to drink on the show um, next week, Monday through Friday, live at 11 a.m. Every single day, five days a week of Coyotes talk every single day, no matter what. Um, <laughs> and we sit there and go, there's nothing to talk about. But yeah, there is. There's always something. There's always something. One more week until Craig gets back. So let's see if any other news breaks. Yeah, I hope um, so. <laughs> we'll see. But uh, everybody here in our YouTube chat, thank you so much for your comments. Please hit the like button on this video before you X out. And if you're listening on audio, please like and subscribe and leave us a review. You can follow each of us on Twitter at S. Peters Hockey, at Leah Merrill, at Sean underscore DePaz. I'm going out of order. And at Craig S. Morgan. You follow the show at PHNX underscore Coyotes. And of course, subscribe to the PHNX Sports YouTube channel so you never miss when we go live. Have a great rest of your Friday, everyone. Have a great weekend, and we will see everybody on Monday.